Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's video has three points, and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the one thing that so many authors do that is a huge mistake when they finally have released their book. So let's get into it. The topic of today's video is three things to do once your book is on Amazon. Now, when you're first getting started and you've managed to get your book on Amazon, well, first I would like to say congratulations. There are so many authors who never publish, ever. They never self-publish or get traditionally published. It just never happens. The worst thing I see on a regular basis is students of mine who wrote books years ago and still have not put those books onto the market. But for those of you who have, there are a couple of things, well, three things, that you're definitely going to want to do once you've got those books on the market, and that is what we are going to explore in today's video. This is Chris Baird from SelfPublishingMadeEasyNow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button if you find this video to be useful at all to you and you would like for me to make more of them. That's how you tell me these videos are useful. And check out below in the description and grab a copy of my self-publishing secrets checklist to make sure that you are not skipping any of the important steps necessary to not just get your book self-published, but also to win and get that book to start selling. So let's get into it. When I first got started with self-publishing, I remember that sensation of getting the very first book onto the market. You, you don't know whether what's going to happen. You've spent so much time getting it right, making the book as high of quality as you're able to. You've edited it. You've got your cover, your titles, the keywords, the description, all of these things. You finally get it, figure out how to get this formatting thing in place. And now we hit the publish button. We wait about a day to three days and the book goes live on Amazon. But now what? What happens now? The answer is, for me, it was crickets. Nothing happens because, well, where's your audience? But the book is such high quality, so it should sell itself, right? I mean, because people will just automatically buy high quality books. Wait a second here. How do they know your book is high quality? How do they know it's a bestseller? How do they know it's worth them investing money and time into reading it? Well, shouldn't they just know that? I mean, the book is such a high quality book. And the answer is, unless there's word of mouth or something that's letting them know and signaling that the book is a high quality book, there's so many options they can choose from, from other books, maybe on the very same thing. Now your book may in fact be better than the other books, but how exactly are they going to find out about it? And that is where the crickets started chirping, I can tell you on my book. So then I started doing a couple other things. I started running free promotions. But the problem was when they went off free promotion, I mean, I would make hundreds of downloads, as they would call it. I guess it would be, it's not a purchase per se, but let's just say an order. They order the free ones on Amazon. And they would grab my, my books. They would, you know, hundreds and hundreds of copies would be given away to people. But I'd be like, well, how am I making money off of this? And then when it went back to full price, it might have triggered a sale or almost no sales. I've seen that before as well. And so we have to be very, very careful with that. You can use this to do lead generation. That is where you're getting new email subscribers on your list through these free books. But then again, maybe your primary readers, they're, they're just getting your books for free. So then they're not going to pay you in the first place in order to buy your book. So that's a bit of a trick. And the other one to remember is that when we give away free books, 
the, the types of people who download them, most of them will never even open the book that they've downloaded for free. They feel good about getting the book and feel like, oh great, I got the book. I'm feeling like I'm making great progress, but they don't ever read the book. And also, they tend to, people who get stuff for free, they tend to be more negative, which is unbelievable. If they pay hundreds of dollars for something, they're less likely to be negative on it than somebody who gets something for free. It's unbelievable. If you go onto Amazon, you'll see all sorts of negative reviews from people who didn't even pay anything for the books. And they're like, this is the worst book I've ever written read on this subject or that subject and I can't believe this or that and you're just like you got the book for free how can you complain about it but this is the way the world works a lot of people who are free freegans looking to get stuff for free they also tend to be complaingans because all they want to do is complain about the very thing they got for free so you need to be very careful with this free book promotion method now it can be good and you can only I believe you can only run it if you're on KDP select Kindle select which means you can't have your book then your ebook on Ingram Spark or on uh, Smashwords, which is where I like, or draft to digital if you prefer, but I, I prefer Smashwords myself. So we all have to figure out what works best for us. And then the final thing is, uh, or the second, was uh, I was contacted by another author, author who wanted to do review swapping. And the way that this works is you're in contact with another author, they read your book, you read their book, and you both leave reviews on each other's books. The downside of this one is that that can get you in trouble with Amazon. And I saw that virtually everybody who did do review swapping ends up eventually getting a letter from Amazon because it doesn't take a genius to see that if you leave a review on somebody else's and they don't on yours, that you've just swapped. I mean, it, it's it's ob obvious from their computer system, but the reviews still give quite a bit. And then what they do is they ban you from reviewing other people's books. This is like the common thing, most common thing that happens. And the other thing is if you choose to do something like review swapping, which I am not recommending, but I'm telling you it does work, uh, it is that make sure it's in the same genre so that you're not in fact doing this for books that are outside of the area that your books are in. The best way to get the reviews, which is incredibly, which are incredibly important, it is through uh, people that you know who are not directly connected to you through Amazon and also through your readers and getting them on your email list and advanced review teams. So this, these are the methods that are a little more in alignment with Amazon, though you're still getting, you're giving them something for those reviews or other people you already know, which would make it more likely they would leave positive reviews. And those also do get stripped by Amazon. So if you think your friends and family, oh, I could just have them, you know, take a look and leave an honest review. Well, Amazon wants organic reviews. They will flag those people and send you a nasty letter as well, telling, warning you of shutting your account down if you continue this practice with the review front. And I just want to make it clear to you that you've, you should be very, very careful on this front. And so, uh, Though generally, I'd only seen Amazon go after people really hardcore when they were dealing with thousands of reviews and they were hiring VAs and things to, to get reviews for them. So I just wanted to hit that. We haven't hit the review thing in a while. and so But it, reviews are incredibly important. You just have to be careful where you're getting them from. And I'm not going to tell you where you should do that because uh, there's a lot of risks associated with the review process and Amazon changes their terms and policies all the time. So, but moving on. The uh, later on, I learned about running ads that's paid traffic to your books and saw a huge jump in sales. In fact, it's an on-off switch. You, if you run enough ads and your cover is high quality and your description and title are matched for keywords and such, if we're willing to pay enough per bid for so many, for every click you you get it, the bid price that you had on there, it's going to bring in a uh, it's going to bring in a click, and they're going to look at your page. If your page copy is really good for your sales page, then what's going to happen is after ideally, I think it was ten clicks, you would get a sale. 
and, if, and assuming your bid price isn't too high and your book price is high enough, you can actually either break even or you'll make money off of these. In my case, I was making crazy money off of these. So uh, it just made me push even more money at those ads. So it would just be keep going. I've run in all 100 million impressions. So 100 million times people have seen the covers to the books that I run. I, of course, run ads on everything and Amazon continually changes the rules on the ads so that certain books of mine, they're like, you can't make this promise about for this, this book or that book. And so suddenly they take down the ads and I rerun those ads and then they accept them the next time and then we wait for a few months until they reject them again and then the game continues so because one thing that is very consistent and this is another thing that you're not going to hear I have not mentioned it before on this channel it is that Amazon's reviews the review process they have is inconsistent they hire people from all over the world and to do this reviewing process of theirs and sometimes they'll let a book through and sometimes they'll stop it and you never will get banned just for making a request. So if you're sending a request to running an ad or sending a request to pushing a book out there, you might have one person who reviews it and says, nope, we're not letting this go through. You resubmit and the next person who reviews it says it's just fine. So this is something I have never mentioned on this channel before. But the fact is, is that sometimes just submitting something again, no changes, just make a minor submission and boom, it goes straight on through as long as it's not clearly in violation. But they're very inconsistent with regards, especially if you're sort of on the line between, you know, are they going to accept this ad or are they not going to accept this ad? That's the sort of thing. But running ads is by far a fantastic way. Just flip a switch and on comes the traffic. But let's get into the three things to do once your book is on Amazon. So number one is paid ads. I already told you, you need to start running at Amazon ads immediately the second your, your Kindle book or your paperback book are live. You should do the Kindle first. And I'll tell you my secret answer for, I think it's number three, my secret answer today is going to cover that. But your, your Kindle book needs to come on Amazon first, okay? And then what we're going to do is we're going to be running ads and just be pushing them out, right? And we're going to turn off the ones that are losing money to us. Our goal on the ads, since we can't see sales that for all the different types of books that we have, because sometimes they'll buy through this book or they'll buy through it even on a different website, or they'll come back later and it won't be attributed to us. Our goal on the ads, and this is another secret I have not mentioned here, it is that it is breaking even. It's just fine. So 40, 50% uh, ACoS, I'd say 40% at least, is fine. So that is to say that because our, if our profit margin is around 40% on all of the average on all of our paperback and, and Kindle books, Kindle books at 70% and paperbacks, it could be high, it could be even less than 40% or worse than 40%, but it averages out for me around 40%. So if my ads are earning 40%, uh, 40% of the of the the cost to me is coming back in sales, then for me, this isn't acceptable. The A cost, it, it's acceptable at 40% because the fact is I'm going to be making more money and those people are going to be joining my email list, which is going to help me get reviews, which is going to also give me the ability to market to them on my future books. So we have to think a little bit through this. Breaking even is fantastic. So I'm okay with that. I do not shut ads down that break even, but ads that have, that are not breaking even and have lost me $2, I shut them down. So there's a little bit of a more ad strategy. You know, everybody has different ones. But these ones have worked for me great since, uh, I think, 2017 when I started running ads four years ago or so. So uh, you'll have to give it a try. So that's the first question I ask for anybody who's got a book on the market. Are you running ads? And they're like, how do you run ads? I'm like, look, just set it up. Let them do an automatic keyword selection. Set it 15 cents per ad and shut it down if you lose $2. That's it. It's very, very simple. We want an A cost of about 40%. Okay, but if you're not losing $2, then just let the ad run forever. So I, I don't ever shut them down. I've got ads still running from yeah, 2017 in the beginning. So, or 2016, I guess, was when it was, January 2016. So it uh, was when I first took a course on how to run ads. Number two, organic marketing. 
interact with your ideal customers. I had somebody, one of my students, ask just even just a few days ago, and they were like, well, how exactly am I supposed to get my books to sell? They keep posting them in, into Facebook groups you know, with other authors. Well, rule number one, quit posting and spamming other authors with your books. They don't want to buy your books, okay? They're not your target audience. I think the person was doing a book on, uh, they were doing a book on, uh, uh, the subject of, uh, what was it they were doing? It was abuse or something like that. And then they were sending it to other authors. Well, why would other authors care about this particular category of abuse? Instead, go to abuse groups. You're going to be able to help people who have actually been abused or victims of abuse. And you can go there and interact with those people. Do not just post your book and hope to make sales. This method is terrible. Even people direct messaging me to send me spamming of their latest books. Like, why in the world would I go buy your book? I have no reason to do that. I buy books for which I know, like, and trust the authors. It's very simple. And so, well, and, and you, you should be using the exact same strategy. Joining Reddit groups, Facebook groups, Twitter, wherever the people who are reading the types of books that you're writing those people who are reading it, like if it's solving a problem, go to those locations and interact with the readers. And then you're able to say, hey, and on your profile, make it very clear. Hey, look, I've published this book on this subject that is amazing and it hits this and then you give a little social proof and such. And, uh, and what will happen is you'll start to see sales coming through those people. And in addition, you can ask them, hey, can you help me leave a review on this book? And, uh, and then we're continuing the cycle of getting the reviews that we need in order to get our books to sell. The other thing we can do, which is probably the best return on investment, other than getting emails on people on your email list, which but we're going to do that as well through this method, it is content marketing, where you're taking, you're putting out YouTube videos or podcast, or you're writing a blog, uh, or going to other sites where you can post content. Okay, where that content will stay on the internet forever, right? Like Medium or or Buffer or some of these other locations where you're able to put your content onto the market, and the result is that you're going to see organic traffic flooding into those sites which is causing people to get on your email list and also see the books that you're selling or, or whatever else you might be selling courses or other things that are related to the offer that is in your book. And this is going to help drive sales for your book and it's, and it's gonna happen while you're sleeping and you don't even have to pay for it because Google's trying to help people. They're trying to help people who want to read what it is that you're writing about. And so if you're looking to get started on content marketing, you can check below in the description. You'll find a, copy, uh, a link to my content marketing course to ensure that you're able to learn the steps easily, content marketing made easy. Go ahead and check it out below in the description and get started immediately uh, with, the, with the course that I've put out there, the video course that will take you step-by-step step exactly what you need to do to make your book successful. And this is by far the number one way to earn the biggest return on investment, but it's a slow process to get your content out there, but eventually your readers will find it, which is exactly what happens to me. So I've been very, very happy with this particular route. But let's move on to the secret answer today. The third point and secret point of the day is get your audiobook version up and running the second you have your Kindle version out. In order to run on ACX and Audible, you have to have a Kindle version available. So we're going to want to get that Kindle version out as quickly as possible, like we mentioned before, and then immediately go on to the Audible version. You can either pay, find somebody on Upwork, which is what I did, okay, for my books, and that's what almost all of my author and self-publishing coach friends also do, which is exactly finding your own uh, person who can do it for you, or you can do a, a royalty split with the 
with the narrators that you will find on ACX Audible. If you find it too stressful to work through the Upwork process, then just start your first books and do it that way. You'll get 20% royalties on all your audiobooks and it takes them four to six months now almost to review your book. So when should you start doing it? Well, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, when it comes to audiobooks, it's four months ago because it takes four months for them to make it go live. And that book will just sit there and crank and earn you money. This is the whole point. You're getting passive income, which you can then take and reinvest back and get even better covers, better descriptions, better quality books on your next one, or pay for courses or pay for coaching and all sorts of stuff. This is one of the things that I've discovered when I even have my own business coach. Uh, you, the books fund everything that you can hire virtual assistants to help you in the whole process of putting your books onto the market. You can hire better cover designers. And this is one of the things that so many authors don't understand. It is that when you're getting started, money can sometimes be a little bit short. But once we have enough books on the market, they're pumping enough cash through that we can suddenly fund these other aspects of our business. So it depends upon what kind of lifestyle you're looking for. Are you looking to put a book on the market and have it sell no copies, the, the, the starving artist? Well, if you are, well, then this is the wrong channel for you because my goal is to help you get your books selling. Does that make sense? So not just that you've written a book that never sees the light of day or you put it on the market and it crashes and burns, but actually getting your books selling. And that's the reason why you should not be ignoring content marketing and some of these other strategies that I teach and help. You know, So if you need coaching and help with these sorts of things, well then start getting it going. And if you are, are, are looking to build the, company, the business up, then implement the strategies I'm teaching here into your thing so you can start getting these books to sell. And so you will have the money to pay for courses and coaching and other things that are going to ensure that we're going to be able to leverage your business so that you're able to live the lifestyle that you would like to do from the books that you're, you're doing. And finally, and the most important, I know I snuck it in an extra secret tip on our third, third point of the day. It is that you should start your next book. Now, when exactly should you start your next book? Well, the answer is the exact same day you put your first book on the market. First book goes on the market, we immediately start running ads, we get our audiobook in production, and we start writing our next book because we do not wish to take a break. As an author, you need to keep on pumping books out onto the market. We create the books, we edit the books, and each time you do it, you will get better. And like I've always told you all here on this channel, if you've listened, if there's one thing clear to you, it is when you put the first book on the market, Unless you already have a crowd of people who are just dying, asking you all the time, when are you going to do your book? I cannot wait to read it. Then the reality is you're not going to get many sales on that first book. I know that's that's very, very difficult to believe. Your book is so amazing that everybody's going to want to buy it, except for the fact that nobody knows you. And that is a huge liability. So what my goal for you as somebody who's been through the trenches, I know exactly how you feel. I have 200 plus books that I've self-published onto the market. It is to make sure that you are not making this mistake. When you are finished with your first book, do yourself a favor, start the next book. Stay in the same niche and get that next book going. You will be better with your next book. The quality will go up. Do not go back to your first book and start editing and re-editing. Don't get into this, this cycle. I can tell you how many students I have stuck in the editing, re-editing, never publishing. It just need to get the thing onto the market. And let the market tell you, if they say there's a bunch of grammar mistakes or other things like that, after you've done a couple rounds of editing, because the fact is, every time you reread your book, you will find new stuff. But it will, but the rate, the return on investment for those additional times, it's so small, it's really not worth your time to do. So I hope that made a little bit of sense. And my question for you today, even though I didn't write it out, it was, what have you found that you forgot to do? Of these three, which ones have you not done uh, uh, when you first put your book onto the market? So if you've put your book onto the market and you've ignored one of these three, let me know below in the comments. Thanks, and check out my video above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.